This is the official pull it out of our ass, make it good episode. Hear me now, episode three. I guess. Hear me now, Nate. Hear let's, me let's, now. Uh, let's, let's go into some news real briefly because we're doing a real brief hear me now, brother. But This we're, is a we're, hear me now briefing. We're delivering you the goods. We're making sure that we uh, check in. I hate that. Uh, I, I probably. How's everybody doing, really? I mean, how, I mean you probably get asked that probably 30 times a day. But I'm just going to ask you, and hopefully it'll go through the airwaves and find you well somewhere where the sun's coming in and over the desk that you're working and everything's beautiful and you're kind of like, hey, nothing's that bad. I want you to just just hear this question. How are you guys doing? Uh, Well, I I hope it was a good answer. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Radio is kind of a one-way street. So um, we're going to... We're going to do a briefing on the film, you know, all the burning questions that you have about our untitled Western. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think really at this point, Nathan, we're making it more important than uh, our listeners would ever, would ever. Uh, well, they really atta- have no proof that it's, in, it's going to be any good. Uh, well, they have no proof that other... we're good at all. Yeah, I mean, they're just kind of judging us based on our everything outside of the film. The podcast, which, is fine. which isn't even good. Uh, which I think these entities and any entity, if you're uh, an artist, the entities of being a person and being an artist are two different, two separate lives. There, it's two separate lives. Yeah. And the material should be looked at that way. Uh, if you like our personalities, not necessarily going to like our films, but that's why films subjective and beautiful, right, Seth? Right. So on that end, um, we got our camera fixed by so a the nice guy. It's fixed. Um, I talked with this guy today. I actually went. You know, when you deal with these people, um, they're always a little bit hesitant to um, maybe give them. You know, they, this guy didn't want to give me his address. No, uh, he didn't really want me going over to his apartment. I could tell he was a little nervous that I was. Well, going yeah. To, how did this all I start? I mean, for instance, well, okay. Well, I'll, I'll backtrack. We, we backtrack had our, just we, a little bit. We had our camera fixed, and um, and it didn't it didn't take. We went to this place called Alan Gordon, and I will name the name here. Of the company that we had it fixed at. Alan we had a Gordon. real problem. Um, we had two days, two full days of shooting on our short, two of three. And uh, for, for, the, for those first two days, I think predominantly it worked, the camera worked pretty well, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, we had some problems at, towards a little bit uh, towards the end there. But uh, I think it was a the... A little trigger problem, a little trigger. I think it was the, the third day. No, I guess it was the second day. Uh, 
what happened was the camera just wouldn't turn over. It wouldn't start. And um, it ruined the tail end of our, We had like six shots left. Thank God the actors, most of the actors were gone. We only were down to one actor, our good friend. And we rap shooting with the two principals, and then there was... yeah. Our so it was just person. it was just tying up the loose ends and and it was like literally down to you know six shots and and the camera just wouldn't turn over wouldn't it wouldn't start when Nathan pushed the trigger down we were boiling hot in that set I mean we were sweating yeah, like it was a terrible time. everybody was pissed off it was a terrible was, frustrating time and that for that camera not to work right there was terrible so we found this great I guess a great soul within Alan Gordon tell them about that well Alan Gordon overcharged us and then didn't fix the problem but this one guy. And I'm not going to give him his name. I'm not going to give his name. Oh, if no, you 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 not... you just contact me if you got camera problems. You live in Los Angeles. I'll hook you up with this guy. This guy wants work. He's got killer rates, less more than half off. Yeah, just what I total steals. I mean, just okay. You contact me. You got camera problems. He does video. He does film. He's a good guy. Um, what he did was, uh, you know, he just like said, "Hey, you ever need help?" And then I was like, "All right, well, you know, I'm going to need help later." And then I forgot his phone number, and then I lost the sheet lost of paper. And then by, <laughs> by some miracle, I was looking around in my, uh, uh, I was looking around through my clothes, in your junk drawer. <laughs> no, it was my clothes, and in there, and there, drawer. there was a little slip of paper right now, and, and there, and I found him, and I called him, and. Um, well, you know, he was a little nervous about meeting me, so we met in, in a parking lot um, outside. He was of, nervous about uh, meeting yeah, you. Well, he was nervous about meeting me in his place. So when I first here. met him, we met in a parking lot outside of a Ralph's. You thought you were going to jack him or something? Well, I thought, you know, I gave you the, I gave you where I was going to because I thought, you know, I don't know. There's just something about this culture out here. Yeah, there is all that backtracking shit. Just, we can't just, just trust you know, the guy for who he is, but that's smart that you did that. I'm glad that you did that. Considering how great the transaction went. But um, he was probably smart to do that, too. You could have been a... I don't know. It's terrible that we, anyway. that we can't trust each other anymore. But anyway. He fixed the camera. The he camera said, he said the Aeroflex that we went... Uh, that we that we gave him is number eighty five made, so it's a very old camera, man. I know it's the a Aeroflex real gem of a is camera. The eighty fifth camera that Airflex has made in that model. That's pretty amazing. You considering you usually get like he has know, all that serial number. That was great and, information. Uh, yeah, and he said um, we had very rare parts in our Airflex camera made of of plastic that the uh, the U S Air Force made during World War Two, and I guess this plastic has worked has outlasted the metal that they made their airplanes out of. So <laughs> this guy amazing. said, he said, man, you looked out. I just wanted to tell you. I just, you I mean, looked I out with this camera, I was man. Like, it was kind of like techie, but he was like, you those looked guys, out. Those guys, they go home, they can't even talk to their wives. They're just all techie. But anyway, that's so great. That's so great that we got that fixed, and now we're ready to shoot our, our end pickups. So then... if you're wondering out there, if you've been a part of the film, and you're wondering what's happening with us, if we just gave up like we usually do, we didn't give up. We're going to shoot November 1st, and we're going to have a great-ass time out there in Victorville. Again. So that's the ongoing story of our film our film adventure. So tune in next next episode. We'll have I'm some sure more that about was, the great that was a blast untitled listen. Western. I'm sure that was a blast. It was for me, Seth, personally. I'm, I'm over here. I know I'm totally I mean, part of it. You know, I'm totally, I, I can't even really see the beast for what it is. I'm inside the creature. Uh, the film is all around me. And yeah. uh, But I got to tell you, that was that was great. That's a great story. Okay? So let's move on to uh, the other bit of business we got here. 
Um, well, uh, we, uh, the FBI hasn't contacted me. Yeah, that's the big update. They guys. just dropped a whole uh, a whole bomb on so me and told me that I not, was in trouble. Will you never hear from again? They probably don't have to contact you any well, kind of letter, uh, phone thing. But like when it comes to the voting booth next year, no. Ostensibly, I could call this guy. Um, and he, I could ask him, hey, what's the status? Am I going to jail? But uh, he said, um, you know, like, I don't want to. What did he say? I don't want to find out. I don't like, want to find out that I'm, you know, well, it turns out we're. You don't want to find out. I know. You know, but then I'm going to get a Christmas present that's like, you know what, a court summons, you know, in the mail or something. I don't know. You I and just, 51 have been indicted yeah. for voter fraud. I don't know. I, I So that's there's nothing going on there. You don't there. want that under your tree. I'm sure he'll call me at the worst time possible. Just right when you're got up. I mean, that's right the way they get up and go to work. Yeah, the FBI works that way, I'm sure. And well, that's, um, that's their hours. Um, uh, other than that, I've been sick for three weeks. Um, I, I really I, thought you have something big. In the last podcast, you know, I, I had a terrible voice problem. I still kind of have a very evident problem. But uh, we really, we really did show our weaknesses in that last episode. I like that. Uh, yeah. We were coughing the, the up. Full, um, we were really sick that night, that actual particular night of the episode. But we we came here and we did it for you. But and I, Seth I think it showed. still got a little crap in the lungs there. So. Um, well, not a healthy It not came a out a lot guy. when I ran last night. Tell you. Oh, that's terrible. You remember when I had pneumonia? Terrible to run you, when you, you got pneumonia. You remember when I had pneumonia, right? Oh, yeah. It was terrible. That, that's, this is nowhere near ammonia's league, but you had the whole are you breath. Call, are you saying ammonia or pneumonia? Pneumonia. I heard ammonia two times. I might have said ammonia. I've got it recorded. I'll go back. <laughs> Thank you, dude. Um so, um, and after that, uh, what I wanted to address was this whole aspect of podcasting. I just realized that Nathan's listeners, a lot of the people that he's getting to listen to us and, um, you know, just on my sheer down, they, um, don't charisma. know what podcasting is. And I forgot that I, I've known about it, you know, I've been doing it since February, so I know. They have kind of a rough idea of what podcasting is, but. Well, do you it's, want to explain it? I well, mean, I, I, I posted a great link there for everybody uh, who who feels maybe uh, like they don't know what the hell this whole podcasting thing is. There's a great little informative thing. I thought it was a great uh, little synopsis that I found on another page, but uh, I added my little elements to it. I think it's a great explanation. So yeah, to go the whole to hear me now, brother. Blogspot. Com. And that information. I've been making a lot it. of um, a little adjustments every day, and I actually listed my favorite podcasts on there and i recommend them all i saw that mine's soon to come because now i've well, listened to a lot yeah, more Nate's podcasts getting into it i'm i he, he gave me a, a ring one day and he's like so uh so brother uh, what, what, what's good on here what's good on here i really want some, i really wanted stuff that's more you know uh something i can get uh on podcast on that format uh that i can't get anywhere else you know but and Nate, i did find some material like that incredible material are, out there. it's pretty rare that there's like out and out awesome podcasts there's really not that many that's not really what i was looking for i was just looking for uh, like a uh the po- the podcast um kind of the podcast presentation is where they give you the, the hard facts and they give you some updated info and it's a great it's a great it's great for that and that's why i like it they, yeah. if 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 it's a label a record label dude, they I, tell you what's coming on and, dude um, i did i listen to um a podcast that like I don't know if this is legal, but this guy like got the the flight recordings of the, you remember that that thing in the news about the jet blue plane yeah that had yeah. Their, their I heard uh, that audio is out there somewhere they had their um their their uh, landing gear all fucked up yeah and they landed on that they just well, guy, they did an awesome this guy awesome landing a, there this guy had a podcast it's called Fly with Me. And I just started listening to it. It's like this guy like talks about the inside dude on the fl- airline yeah. industry. Yeah. And like he had the recordings of this guy, this pilot going, all right, 
are are you telling me? See, we were talking about that la- the last or uh, episode in episode one. We have things you fear. You have plane crashes. Episode we're talking one, about you will kneel. We were talking about what the pilot would say. So let's hear this. What what the pilot would say if a, a thing's going down? What was he saying? What kind of he talk? was he was like um, he's like. So, are, is the landing gear operational? That's a negative. That's yeah, a negative. negative. We're going we are not going to be. So, am I going to have to land it like this? He's basically, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, okay? Yeah. He said it in more official jargon. But he's like, am I going to have to land it like this? And the guy was like, yeah, shit, yeah, you got to. I can't help <laughs> was you. Was there he's panic like, in his voice? And then voice? he was like, he's like, so are we going to have ground support? And it's like, hell yeah, we got the whole Air Force there for you. Hell yeah, we got like, the foam out there. <laughs> so, um, it was really interesting listening. And that's I amazing was, audio. So, that's on a podcast? Yeah, that's that's on a podcast. It's called uh, Fly With Me, I think. Fly with me, guys, and that's. I, I think at the inside dirt of the airline. What would be the best? Cool. What would be the best place for them to download this material if they were very iTunes. interested? iTunes get an account on iTunes, which is free. Uh, right? Yeah, it's well. Is actually, it free? Or what's this credit card? The bullshit? problem with iTunes is you do have to put your credit card info in there, but that actually makes iTunes really nice because when you put your credit card info in there and you want to download a song, it's so easy. It's criminally easy to use iTunes to download music and other stuff. But most so downloads I, I are like, 99 cents. I think that the hard part up front about putting your card in there is makes it's made up for it later because you can just download a song without having to put in your credit card info again. And everything. You just download it. It takes it off your card because it's already on the account. And, like, you can just – I mean, I don't, I don't download a lot of music. In fact, I don't really do it do illegally anymore either. No. But um, – Of course not. You're I not buy CDs still. Am I, like, the only person that's still doing that? I don't know. You're, you're one of the last, man. Uh, I, sometimes I mistakenly go into a record store and I have a DVD in my hand. I'm just like, boo. Well, I think <laughs> I it, Amoeba, somewhere else. Amoeba in Los Angeles just makes it so fun to buy CDs still. I do like, I do like going do I like going to browse. I really do well, enjoy the get, browse. You can get used CDs so easily. I, as long as it's cool to, and fun to do that still. Because, you know, I come from a time when I was, like, 15, 16, 17. I loved buying CDs. I loved buying a, a chunk of CDs, like a brick, and just you being like, sucks. oh, you know man, what sucks my about kicks Amoeba, ass. Though? I got all this cool music. And... You know what sucks about Amoeba, though, man? They got the, they got, you, you, you slide the, you ever, you ever do this? Everybody's seen this bullshit in, in record stores. The new thing, the listening booths are great. They are great like, if they worked, okay? Uh, if that's how you find music, if that's your particular way of finding music out there, guys, everybody knows the stupid barcode scan thing, all right? Some of them work, and some of them don't, all right? Uh, about 93% of them don't work. And so every time I bring CDs up to this Amoeba, I have, like, a stack of the ones I want to listen to. I put it in there, and I'm like, shit. I'm like, maybe I'm doing it wrong. I'm scanning, I'm scanning, I'm scanning. <laughs> and then, I, then I'm like, all right. All right, it, it can't be the scanner, all right? So I turn around, I grab a Coldplay CD, and I go, boom, and then it goes, everything. You know, yeah. that works. All right. That, it, it has a huge barcode on it. Uh, so, you know, you can't you can't get a break. These little bands, the bands we like, they can never get a break even on this thing. And you it's can, like you ground get, level with the people. You can get pretty much everything on iTunes, though. I, I do recommend iTunes. Anyway, uh, Nathan, iTunes does have a lot of great stuff. Nathan, I want to just move on real quick. We're, we're coming up on 13 yeah. minutes for the news. But well, that's, I, that's I, everything for the news. You know, can it's I great. Ask you, um, can I ask you, since I have your ear and you're hearing me now? Yeah. Um, I'm here. How you doing? You know, I mean, that's a hard question, all right? I just, I got, ooh, I got a little a little emotional there. Uh, uh, sometimes, man, sometimes you just want to throw it all in, you know? You want to you tear that white t-shirt off your body and just throw it in. Every other hour is like that for me. I'm, a, I'm at the height of euphoria and then the sometimes you never, depth of despair. Sometimes you never, it's just like never going to happen, man. I just, <laughs> Nothing's ever going to happen, ever. You can, uh, you can if, if you want nothing to happen, it's so easy in this life. If you want to just like, <laughs> yeah. uh, if you just want to work at the job you're working at right now, you can. Just, just sit there. Just work, do everything the way you should. 
<laughs> you know, don't look that, at anybody that, cross-eyed, and you will you will die there. You will have gray hair. You'll go home every night at the same time. If you want that, you want that safety. If you want your life to just totally be the same, you, if do you want it right to be now. single all your life. That can happen. Uh, being single is the easiest thing you can do. That can be life. That can be. You can say, "Hey, you know what? Life ain't so bad." Just never leave the house. You can decide that that's not so bad. Uh, you can live in in America you know, now and never leave your house. You, you know, can mother, work from your house. You can play from your house. You can do everything. Eat from your house. You know, mother, order food uh, in everything. Mother used to say, "You know, your twenties are hard, Seth. Your twenties are going to be tar- hard." And I was like, "Man, twenties like I was like 24, 25. I was like, "Man, it's not so bad. I love this shit, man. I'm having a great time." And then this happened. And then I this... don't know. Just a lot of this. I well, started. Let, let me. Let me. You I know. started to need something more. And then, and you know, like I just needed something more. And then that's when like all the pain started. You know what I'm saying? That's when all the pain rains down. Like you started. I started to get ambitions. I started to get goals, and that's when all the pain started. Yeah. Like, what is it, where is it all going to happen? How is it going to happen? All this shit. That's well, it's, when it started. Well, it's going to get worse before it gets so, any better. So yeah. that's the news, uh, guys. On that note, I hope you're that. having a beautiful day. <laughs> I hope it's beautiful where you are. I hope it's beautiful. Because it's cold here in Santa Monica tonight. It's cold. All right, Nate. I think that's the end of the news section. I hope you enjoyed the news, despite the ending there uh, on the, downing, the downer note there. I'm sorry. Was it my fault? No, I asked you I that like question. I asked you that question, and it's a question I ask you constantly, but I have never done it. Don't ask in me such a, on such a such a open platform. Just like stay this. out of my life. Anyway, let's get on to the movies. We're gonna talk. Let's about get some on movies. to the movies. Bumper music. Bumper music. Bumper music. That's kind of like a little rock and roll. It's our rock yeah. show here over here, Seth. What is this? Well, I just thought, you know, it's always, our, our, we're, we're playing around with format. Oh, I liked I th- it. I it think was, bumper music is fun. Or, pretty or, or, nuts. Bumper music is invariably stupid in most radio, like, uh, like program formatted, you know, like, I it, don't know. It's usually just, it's got to sound really deal, professional. Some and some deal if, with a band or some bullshit. What if the bumper music was really annoying and calling attention to itself? And just that's funny you say that because like some of the podcasts, not not necessarily the ones on your uh, your favorite list. I won't comment on those, but it, uh, it's I, hilarious I will, the I kind of bumper music. It's kind of hilarious the, how the bumper music has no kind of any. It's not even in the same world of what is what they're talking about. It's just like oh, it's it's all over the place to me. Really, I think Aware Tech has got the best. But Aware Tech is cool. Yeah, it's so sad and melancholy and yet hopeful. And I will publish my. Uh, ever, everybody in list of uh, favorite podcasts for Dude, everybody too. If anybody's curious, I love Ron Stevens. He's great. He's great, and I love Bob. Packard. We all want a guy want like that be... in our lives. Yeah, like a mentor. A like or... a, I bet he's got a beard, dude. I bet he's just a cool guy. He wears flannels. I don't know. Everybody should check that out if they like that kind of spooky new age well, stuff. I, I think, stuff. and I don't think he's that weird. But he is of Baha'i faith, which is dubious. Anyway, let's go into movies. Um, we uh, saw yeah, some let's movies. just go to a crash Nate. course to the We've movies had, here. We had a lot of movies we wanted to see all um, of a sudden in one shot. All of a sudden, they're shot. everywhere. Yeah. Uh, 
man, and there's there's still some uh, out that there's still outliers that I didn't get to see. I didn't get to see Repulsion. It came I'm, I'm waiting for. I'm like I'm even saying stuff. Hey, I'll wait for DVD for that. It's like it's crazy because I can't even go out and see all this. I stuff. totally miss Grizzly Man. Like well, it's gone. It's gone. Well, it is. It is. Yeah, those little ones don't stay too long, you know. So you what's gotta, the first of the of the? Th- I think we have three. I had three listed there that I want to talk well, about. Well, you want you want to do briefly? You want to do flight plan real briefly because it's, flight, it's not well, on the list what, here. Okay. But I, we both did see that together, and that was a that was a gasoline ride. Spe- <laughs> Speaking of DVD rentals, um, I'm sure Flight Planet and Red Eye will come at the same time. Watch it as a double feature. That'd flight be a plan, great double feature. Flight Plan is is um is not as funny, and it's probably a better movie. It's just, I guess, technically, but Red Eye is hilarious, man. I just think that movie is the is one of the funniest films. Red Eye, Red Eye is hilarious. Yeah, it's got you know Killian Murphy, Brian Cox. I mean, uh, yeah, that sounds like a gas. That sounds like a gas, man. But in Flight Plan was a gas too. That was a Flight gas. Plan, I, you know, I I liked Sean Bean in that film, uh, and also and Sarsgaard. Um, Sarsgaard just totally wow. on pot through the whole movie. Just totally just, he just on pot. There, every once in a while, he's totally just like, baked. I'm going to do this role over here. It's another villain role, so I'm just going to smoke a bunch of, hey, hey, she, she, and I'm going to make it happen. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Because he, his lids are hanging low, dude. They are and hanging it, it low. Seems, it seems and he del- kind of cracks up to himself. He's just such it seems a deliberate. Head. It seems very deliberate. I kind of like him, though, right? You like him, too. I like him, but I, I think you know a lot of people like him, and that's why it's like I love that Sarsgaard kid. He's Let's uh, get him for flight oh, plan, he's in like know? tons. He's he's in the trailer. He's in Jarhead. He's in he's in all this stuff coming out now. He's everywhere now. Yeah. Uh, I liked him. I liked him as the buddy in Garden State. I did. I, I think that's my first impression of yeah. him. I guess. Well, let's let's get off flight plan. We're we're gonna talk about flight plan. Not much there. Um, Jody was good though. Can Jody and Jody's still attractive to me. She still looks good. I mean, I mean just she's a little banging she's, around. She's looking. She's a little so hard, physical but... in that movie too, man. She's I, like throwing know, but... shit around. And... When she strips down to the t-shirt, looks good still. She's she's sophisticated, you know. She looks great. Um, okay, let's go I, on. Let's great. go on with um, Mirror Mask. Let's do the Mirror Mask. Mirror Mask was uh, well, we should total both, disappointment. We should both I mean, say wait. we should just both say we for, at first we we both didn't like it. Um, wanting to like it, big fans of Neil Gaiman, big fans of Dave McKean here. Uh, I don't. I, I want to comment rather than just go into what we didn't like about the film, which which really. Uh, it suffers and it and it is anchored by the story. Uh, the poor poor writing on that. For somehow somehow that script is rushed. I think it's uh, you know here's, here's it really doesn't say anything and it's a, and it's like it's like slap together Sandman one shot annual. It's it's like a very oh I've got to write something here and I've got to make sure you know it I've just got has my all the of, elements and it's and it's got just very light Sandman themes. It, it, well, it's told in this dream logic, which at first I thought they were gonna. At first, I thought it was gonna be more like a dream, where everybody kind of takes on this other yeah. form, and you really don't know who's who's the dreamer and all that stuff. And all that's played with a little bit because Neil Gaiman is very bright, <laughs> but uh, somehow it's just kind of an amalgam. It's a melting pot of uh, fairy tales, and it really doesn't get anywhere. I just the eye candy is amazing, though. Well, I mean, well, before we go into that, I just want to talk about these comic book writers, and then I'll t- yeah, we'll talk about Dave McKeon. I mean, okay, but hold on. These comic book writers, I'm trying to get people to, 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 to consider comic books. I try to get people to maybe pick up an issue and, and I talk. I really don't think it's an issue and, anymore and, but Nathan, with co- graphic novels and stuff. I mean, they're mainstream. No, they're mean, in bar- they have their own section in Barnes & Noble. They're getting big. They're let's big. Let's put it this way. I've pushed Frank Miller and I've pushed Neil Gaiman, and then they make these films like Sin City, and they make these films like Mirror Mask, and people are like, okay, yeah, this is what this bullshit's about. I'm never going to read a comic book again. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, when I they mean, get when they get gonna, up to the front, I mean, they blow it. God forbid that I push this V for Vendetta movie coming out because uh, obviously it's not written by Alan Moore directly. So, but like, 
god damn, that movie's going to suck. And people are going to like, this is why I don't pick up comic books. Bullshit. Is this is stupid shit. I'm this like constantly saying, you know, Sandman is very, uh, at its best, is very sophisticated, very delicate writing, in my opinion. And, and just wonderful, wonderful theology that's going on in Sandman. And then... It comes out diluted like this in Mirror Matt. I don't know. I just I, 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 I do think it's the format. I, I do think and then it just I do doesn't. think the movie format has a way of diluting it because they they can't get the scope of the characters the same way you can when you're reading. An I, I do ongoing think, series like Sandman. I think Gaiman needs or more say, room to breathe. That's where he excels, and I and I'm not looking forward to his death film. I'm just not not going to be like, oh yeah, it's going to be you know. I think I think it needs to be one removed from the artist, actual artist, because the the problems you're saying is, is I believe I believe a lot of the creators are very close to their work and they do want it to be handled correctly. That's the you know there you go with right. Sa- uh, Sin well. City. These guys are uh, almost wanting to direct the material because they hate how it's handled. But I think you do need one removed because I do think there's great well, uh, there have been great films based on comic books. But anyway, let's get to Dave McKean. Dave McKean, I I really think Mirror Mask uh in a, as a design as a, as as really his work coming to to life. I, I he yeah, he did a brilliant yeah. he did a brilliant job and I I'm not sure how they did it for for whatever it was, 5 million dollar price tag for that. 4 million dollars on that. Uh, on for Mask. under under yeah, under 5 million dollars to make this kind of film, which looks it is a CGI heavy film, but it's but it's animation. I really think his work comes alive in the work. I mean, yeah, I, I, there was one moment in there where they fra- he's got this his latest style kind of fractures the um, visual plane into like kind of almost split screens that it's are a, kind it's of like pre- a mosaic but it has and, yeah more, like and um, dimensions to it and they didn't do that very much in the film but it, when it first happened in her first part of the dream I was like oh he's gonna do that through the whole film that's what and I that's thought like, was like well no I thought that was cool because it was so much of a her her very first flutter into a, like a dream world was kind of how, how I thought they'd handle it. Right in the film, but I it thought was, it would be very fractured and kind of psychotic and almost like this saw bullshit. You know what I mean? That kind of editing I didn't want. Uh, then it goes into some place where it just it, it's a, it extends from her her house. You know, she goes down her hall, but mm-hmm, but her house mm-hmm. feels different. I thought that was very brilliant. I thought that was more like Neil Gaiman. I mean, everything where they go into the dream world worked for me. All right. Well, I thought it was pretty much Sky Captain territory. The but whole thing. but I thought once it was very, they get into the digital. world, once she starts playing with the characters, and there's all these other interacting uh, kind of little obstacles that they 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 have. Uh, there, a lot of them are very humorous. Uh, it becomes that Alice in Wonderland. It becomes that just thing that we've seen before. Even even elements of Labyrinth and everything like that, which I think it all has all. But really, as as a design, as a graphic designer, becoming a, uh, more of a filmmaker, I really think it, it was astounding. Yeah, I, I agree, and I I think I do put McKeon down as a very unique and important modern graphic uh, artist. Yeah. The, and one he, of the and most his work replicated, should be showcased. One of the most replicated artists, um, I believe. Everybody wants very to do unique stuff style. Like him. You know his style when you see it. It's very much him. So I, I do think his work should be showcased to the widest audience possible, and I'm glad he got the chance to do it. And I do, do think it. this is going to have some appeal to the, the fans who like these comic books. It will do well as a cult film, not a major film. I don't but think it's going to have a life. I think, I, 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 think, I think I'm going to go back to it and check it out. I just, didn't see the fans. See I didn't the see fans. Again. I didn't see fans of the new art coming out of there going, "This is good shit." It, it, it and can't I'm a long time. You. I'm a long time <laughs> film, Sandman fan. The I didn't story like cannot thrill you. So let's move on off okay. Mirror Max. All right. <laughs> well, let, let, let's move. To, we got. We, we just got um, great great little tickets for an advanced screening of Domino, which is uh, a Tony Scott film. Kind of a guilty pleasure for me because I'm kind of a fan uh, now. Like just the past, maybe the past four months, 
uh, you know, Man on Fire I saw in video, and there's all these kind of older uh, Tony Scott films, and, and mm. I, I just realized he was been around for so long. He's I do. I am a fan right? of him. The Hunger was his first film. Hunger, and he did Top Gun, and uh, um, True Romance. These movies are fun to watch. I'm going to say and one, Domino was no exception. It was fun to watch, man. One thing about Domino, um, I didn't, it was like, okay, it was like a dream I had a long time ago that I it still It doesn't remember. help. We should preference, though. It doesn't help that we were uh, front row center. Front row center. At a screening of this mother. Uh, it was all just, it was just puke up there on the screen. It was all just like cuts over there. Nobody was shot. You, never, you couldn't see anybody's full body. It was an earring. It was an eye. I'm serious. It was, it was a, a clock, a timer on a bomb. Boom. It was just explosion, a fire. It was just a nightmare. But Seriously, Nathan. There was a story in there that I kind of followed. Nathan, watching Domino was like this dream I had where I pl- was playing basketball. It was a first-person shooter dream. You can't and get I, out of that first-person. And, and, I, and I was in this, I was playing basketball, and I knew I would kick ass if only I could see the whole court instead of, like, this tunnel vision. Domino is like watching everything in close-up. Yeah, it's like having you blinders. You never get Horse a clear blinders. shot of anything. You don't get a long shot. You don't know where you are geographically. You don't even know who you're looking at sometimes. I didn't know where we were. I didn't know what city we were in. There was no there was You're no looking skylines. at a tit. You're looking at an ass. You're looking at a guy's gun. You're looking at, you know, I yeah. just couldn't. I was like, and it's, it's like, all it's like edited Clue. like a fucking. Like, <laughs> it's like watching Clue, man. They got to fire their motherfucker and editors. Their editors are getting into this Final Cut bullshit. The problem is all their budget goes to these big explosions. There's there's a lot of effects. You know, there's yes. all this there's yes. all this stuff. There was effects. There was digital in Domino, which is funny. Well, Tony's but, into this shit too. Though. But he I believe why they shoot on. no no why they believe why I believe they shoot close up and they get closer. It's 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 budget, man. You can knock shit out. You don't have to dress a whole room. You you don't have to light as much. I don't think that's what's going on. I think that's I think what's it's going a stylistic on. Stylistic choice. I think, I think he had shooting everything. outside. I don't man. But <laughs> I think the pick the color correction was crazy too. The, the, the color lime green, the most beautiful colors of all. It, used to, it was cool when we first saw it, guys, right? In the early 90s when we saw this, hey, you can turn a thing sepia or you can right, turn well, a the thing traffic green. bullshit. Uh, it is actually eating the emulsion of the film, guys. It looks awful up there. It looks like puke. It looks looks like a mistake. When you're up there and you're in the film grain, your front row center, you're looking at film grain the whole time. It's yeah, just, it, it was bad. destroyed the image. Uh, but anyway, it was it was a it was a puke ass ride, man. And I think I think I think it's going to be number one when it comes and out. I, and actually, you know what? I think um, Kira Knightley's coming into her own on this. And I think she's going to be a big star after this. It, it really, I mean, I'm like, not saying she was good. I'm just saying like, she's going to be big. No, after she's this. yeah, she's going to be big. She it is another role for she's her, got but a very annoying accent, the most annoying uh, of British, especially accents. in this film. But uh, the thing about Tony Scott that's funny, he does what I like about him is he does do a spectacle. He does he goes for the big money shots, man. He has. This this whole building up thing he has all this you're too kind to uh, him. no no i think i think he he's really been he's trying to be it's young. a popcorn film man that was a popcorn movie he's a but hack you know, yeah he he's might trying be. to be young but those scott brothers man ridley and tony i think they uh I, I, they're, they're making these big hollow epics but it's a lot of fun to go see Nathan, he saw <laughs> for me it is i don't know what Nathan, I'm, I'm sorry it is he saw soderbergh and he's like we gotta do that. That's the that's the future. That's the future. That's how we edit films. In everybody, the I just I, I refuse to believe everybody. Everybody's got their favorite Tony Scott film. You do too. I mean, he's been around forever, man. And and now he just keeps getting worse. But it's it's I'm fun just... to see that train go down, man. <laughs> I don't know. I think his brother's better, and that's not much better. So just not much. But they had a hell of a run there. <laughs> All right, um, they had a hell of a run. I really let's move think. On. I'm, Domino's let's move on. Domino's stinker. To Domino. <laughs> Piece of shit. It, it it is a stinker, but better than Mirror Mask for me. So kind of a probably, bleh, probably right? more entertaining than Mirror Mask. Definitely. Yeah, but the, you know what? My most entertaining film of of the last few weeks has been, and it and it, and I was surprised. I I liked Serenity. Serenity. Okay. I liked Serenity. So you know, I did the mad plunge back into into this uh, Josh Whedon character. Josh. Josh. 
Whedon character. He, uh, you know, he's a Buffy guy. Uh, he's he's done uh, Angel and all these offshoots. A lot of TV. Okay, I was I was he's skeptical. He's a TV writer. He wrote on Roseanne. Firefly sure. being a series that got canceled after about whatever thirteen episodes or a yeah, year. Yeah, well, they didn't give it any chance. Uh, however, episodes there are in a year. It didn't give them. A, it didn't really give them a chance. Never had a, a venue. Never had a channel for them to or a time slot for them to uh, appeal to anybody. But I think they would. I do think they would. These character are these characters are likable. They they are comfortable the with each are other. Likable too. Dave. You you step. Yeah, well, that's all one thing. You step into the film and you you like them. I mean, you, well, right away. And they each have their very distinct characters. And and I you know I wasn't. I was skeptical about. The content uh, or the world he set it he set his um you know really he's a very good dialogue right right well yeah I was he just is curious of what worlds a... you know I wasn't I didn't really like the worlds he set his his uh, characters in but this one had enough for me to really enjoy them. well it's everything episode three wasn't it's fun it's just a fun it's fun it's uh, a blockbuster you, you movie focus, it's like X two yeah you don't focus on the effects because the story's so bad like when a story is just clunking around you're just like well I might as well enjoy this huge elephant with a with a battle gear on you know or whatever it is <laughs> right, like right. Lord of, like Lord of the Rings yeah. and all this stuff you just yeah. you kind of just have to say that's a huge bat you know <laughs> look at that thing it's look a bat with a horse head ten thousand know? people on a bat uh, yeah it's movies really... just become that it's just like that is Troy a CGI like that, right? a mummy they're all like that. Uh, but Serenity, you know, that is a very linear story and a very compelling story. You I thought its effects villain. were economical. I didn't think they were They were too. But I think it's different. It's hard to just, for me, it's hard to just recommend this thing blindly. I um, really got to get in there and tell people what I like about it. Yeah. Because I, on the outside, it looks just like junk, right? I, I could see people going in there watching the film not exactly, thinking maybe he's too clever with his dialogue. I had to push I, through a lot of barriers. I, bad poster, Seth. Bad poster, bad trailer. I like the poster, actually. Uh, I think I, it's just well, a weird expression. Like, it should have just, just right. been her up there, you know. But but I, I what I've liked about him, and he does excel on TV. Is is he? I don't really necessarily like his settings or his writing or the chintziness of a lot of his shows. Buffy looked chintzy. Mm-hmm. Um, its characters are kind of lame at first. After a while, your the characters they start to creep up on you, and you start to actually fig- find that you enjoy them. You actually kind of like coming back to them. You actually are finding that their problems are kind of interesting, and you kind of want to see them come through. Okay, and that's kind of like the that's the Joss Whedon thing. I think he, he writes soap opera, and if you aren't a soap, soap opera, not in the worst way, not soap opera in the I, I watch, you know, you know, the days of our lives every day, you know, your, your mom soap opera. I'm talking just interaction between characters and their drama and all this stuff. He's very good at that just very economical character. I agree. I, stuff, I totally you know? agree. The characters the characters are there, man. But when you the the thing that's funny is like they they're set up with this little they have one little morsel. They have one little tidbit that you know yeah, about. Well, in a movie like, he's say, gotta do that. River is this, you know, the, the the fucked up girl at the center of this movie. There's this, uh, you know, uh, enclave. They get her. She's uh, almost an albatross in, in myth to these yeah, people. Yeah, right, right. Uh, and and she is in there and she's a telepath and she's she's someone who can read other people's minds. She's been in the room with the big wigs of of this alliance program. So she has all this information. But what's really cool is that she's what maybe you know she looks like maybe an 18 year old she's an 18 year old young girl she right. has a knowledge just think of the knowledge a telepath has of people that are advancing to attack her she she knows everybody's move before they do and she's just unstoppable i thought that was fun so that really so that fun. just adding that to a character it's just endless and that and that's why his <laughs> characters will work like longer in a longer material that's right, why tv right. would be great for these people yeah. uh which makes me interested and, to and, and, firefly and, and all that did stuff. you notice but, the thing with river um there was a 
just a, a nonverbal thing with her, a theme of her always kind of moving her face instead of talking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She didn't or have she to would look do at anybody. Kind of funny little smirks or something. She knew where everybody's everybody was. She would always do movements where she would, you know, step over her back or she'd which, point a gun which, at someone and not look at them. Which you know, it's kind of like great badass shots, but but it was all you know part of her character. I, which, which I think is a good argument. She knew where you against were in the room. Just saying, Joss Whedon only does dialogue well because I do think there's a lot of thought going on in yeah, the visual. Yeah, that, that that is just an overstatement because he's. Um, because he was great with the actors, a great cast assembled. And I think that the, they're um, all strong the, together. The, the not, Nathan not... Uh, Fallon character guy, he's a good Han Solo stand-in. He's actually kind of an update of Han Solo, kind of the asshole captain, who's actually kind of funny. He's great, I mean, he kind of like a western, kind of like a cowboy. I liked yeah. him though. I enjoyed him in every scene. I thought he was a funny guy, and he's a good actor, mm-hmm. and he says Joss Whedon's lines well. Yeah, he just has a great so, candor, and, and it was great not to not know someone in that role. He was a fresh face that worked for the film. And for also me. Uh, Dirty Pretty Things guy. Dirty the villains guy. Great I, villain. I like that he's a good there. villain. Great, yeah. And he has and, a great. Well, we can't spoil the end, but yeah, I love it's how hard. It's hard I to love talk how about the characters and like the villain ends at that. It's just sort of. What's like funny this, is like I don't, I don't really want comments about uh, Serenity on our Hear Me Now. You know, like there's a lot of fans out there for Serenity, but right. I want a people lot of that are just kind of casually interested fans. in Serenity, uh, or, or just for a good time, go see Serenity. Yeah, for it's that. just a good popcorn movie like X Two or something. And, just a fun uh, I hope, movie. I that's hope not... Joss makes more sci-fi films. Well, he's doing Wonder Woman next. He's doing more. very good with more fanciful stuff. I like that though. Anyway, that's the end of the movie section because we're yeah. up to twenty minutes. And we're gonna on the on the on the blog we'll have um a list of the movies that are out that we like right now and some that we've seen, just so you guys kinda right now, right here, right in this kind of October, September, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, great. it's surprising how they fell into our laps all of a sudden because we just wanted to see just so right many there in, in like two that. days. Mm-hmm. So there's uh-huh. a lot. So we'll leave a list for you so guys. So let's let's kick on the bumper music. Here it comes, here it comes. Bump. Here it comes. Oh. Oh. This is um, the you know we live in Los Angeles and I just I don't know if I have to explain it anymore but it's uh, this is our uh, awful people are really responding LA to this story section. of the week and we need, we actually will to our uh, blog here they're responding to this section more than on the other ones which is funny I believe a yeah, lot of people have if, <laughs> if a lot of people are from another state coming into California which is most of them at our age but it's just man you have a magnifying glass over what happens to you I, I mean I do. I do. Every time I go out, something happens. Yeah, there's some 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 horrible thing, and like that this, makes you remember yeah. where you are, also and your place, and where you are. Also, because we stay up late, uh, going out late doesn't help your uh, right. chances. Right. I mean, the, the, the freaks the cool. freaks come out at nine, and uh, and we're one of them. I mean, last night at the you know, Astro Burger, we could talk about. You know, I just there's so much just horrible stuff. Bar time. You know, when bar time's called after. Uh, uh, it's bar time in hell. Astroburger. Bar just... time in the ninth circle of hell. These people, they look like they're, man, they look, they're dressing out of control. They're spray painted, man. <laughs> they're just, they look the best they're ever going to look ever at their youth. They're preserved. And it's every night they look and, like that, though. And every night they, they replicate themselves over and over again. I don't know. It must oh, take them hours. I think it's it's a wonderful time to be living here, to to see this. 
Especially just to look you think at. There it. must have been a better time though in L.A. Well, I'm sure back in the back in the, the riots era, man. when the riots were going on. I bet that was a crazy time. Huh? Well, all of this is going to go up in flames anyway. So anyway, it's fun to live while it's, <laughs> while it's on its heyday. Um, Let's go into this terrible story that happened to me uh, not too long ago. Oh, brother. Okay, so I'm driving. This is this is this is a Saturday night after work. Okay, so we're roughly about eight o'clock at night on the L.A. freeway. We're on the 110 freeway. Okay, coming up, going north. Uh, out of downtown, going north on downtown. So we're we're coming up to it. Saturday night, everybody knows the freeways on Saturday night. It's a little jam. People are going, going, doing and going, going everywhere. All right, they're going to their bars. They're going to their. They're getting trying to get home late night. They're trying to who knows get to their yeah. mistress. People are crazy. You know, people are out of control. So there was a little bit of traffic on that road, but uh, the traffic seemed to stop up whenever I every whenever I wanted to make a turn or get another edge of stop me. It would stop me. So. I got up to the intersection. This is right where it happens. This is right where a lot of shit happens, and I think there's there's an evil nexus there. It's the 110 meets the 101, okay? And everybody knows there's this huge kind of concrete uh, island kind of uh, in between each of the freeways. You can see little sections over here, and there's mm-hmm. little uh, right off of medians. People, you know, you could go right up in there. So there's this section right off the road. I, I, I'm I'm am just behind a couple people. I'm behind. There's like the, you know there's like all these flashy cars around me, and one of this BMW in front of me, like two. It was three cars in front of me. Pulled off the side of the road, but it pulled off right underneath the median of the of the one uh, the 101 freeway. So there's a little island there, and then there's this this kind of kind of uh, it looks like a like a slide, you know, a slide that goes up into the grass. So there's like a little section and there was like a little tree there. All right. So I saw this black BMW pull off. I'm like, oh, all right, this is very interesting. You know, like what are they gonna do? You know, and I was like, oh I thought they were drunk. I thought they were wild. I don't know. They're gonna shoot each other. The guys in the front are gonna shoot each other. I don't know. So I, I you know we're eking along and then it really jams up. And when it jams up, I get stuck in 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 one of the worst positions uh for viewing what just what would about to <laughs> would about to happen, uh, it was just weird. Traffic just you know traffic just stops you. All right, and I'm stopped. I'm the only one in view of this, mind you. Okay, the car in front of me is just where the barricade comes back down to the street. It's a cement wall, and I'm right there. The guy behind me, I mean, he he could have saw something, but he'd have to he'd have to get out of my, get out of his car to look over my car. And I, and right there, the black BMW, two of these two chicks run out the front. Two chicks, they're just drunk out of their mind. Uh got to be Beverly Hills women, you know, they got long blonde hair. They run up the enclave about just about maybe 50 yards up to where that little tree was. And that's when it happens. They pull down their skirts and they just urinate right there, both of them, both of them. Uh, they had pulled the Beamer over to use the bathroom after a heavy night of, or just coming from a bar or drinking. Right? I can't heavy believe they did that in such a public. I don't know. It's, I just I get all worked up when I think about it. It was just horrible. And and, and I was the only one. And somehow I just got stopped there. I got pinned. Some huge hand came out of the sky and put his little th- finger on the top of my car so i would have to view this it was like it was just like a little stage with a little tree all right and they just they dropped their pants right there i saw everything i did so i'm sorry it was horrible so it, if you don't agree that that's an awful story, it's just kind of yeah i mean you don't want to see that man you, know, you aren't even living you don't want right. to see that. I mean, you know, just wait till you get home. It must I mean, have been such an emergency. That's the thing about these awful life stories. We walk away from them disillusioned, wondering about the fate of the human race. You know, and, and it, it, it happens here it did pull so off. much. It did pull off, and I just, I, I was like, look at it. Like, <laughs> what happened? And it's a show for you. It was a show it was, for you. It was a show. It just, a message I got was, wedged per, was, in that was given island. you. A message was 
imparted to you. I'm just, that's just such a what terrible What are you thing. doing in this goddamn town? Man, it, it just rocked me. It rocked me. For you know, I was going home. I was just like, "That's just. I don't want to see a woman in so, that position." And and ah, oh, doing ah, oh, it's terrible. But so um, you know, we. Uh, I was a victim on that one. We've decided with the victimatron stories, we're we're gonna keep on doing them. Um, but we also um are going to take entries, and we will read them on the air. And you can also tell us which one, if you'd like me to read it. Or we'll him put to read a it. we'll put a blog up about that, and we'll you, can, uh, you know. Put up your awful L.A. stories because we know you got them. You and know and you don't put them up unless you don't want to. Even if you're natives them. of L.A., I'm sure you got tons more, and we want to hear them because, you know, it, it, we're all in this together, man. We are in the soup here. We are in the soup. And it's all about observation. Once you go eyeball to eyeball with evil, you can you can know it, and it can know you, and then you can fight it. You kind of serious there, man. You got kind of serious. You scare me. That's great. I've been listening to a lot of religious broadcasting lately, so I had to. When you look, when you look eyeball to eyeball with evil, I am looking at Satan right now on that seat. He's looking. I hope we him. don't have to do that. I hope we don't encounter Satan in L.A., but I have a feeling we will. Well, I've, I've, I guess this um, Santa. I think Anna we do winds, every day. The Santa Ana winds are the devil's breath. That was like <laughs> the, the urban legend. Yeah, we we took over. All right, this that's place, it. Man. That's it. This is. That's uh, let's, get some, let's get some. Um, let's get. Let's pump it up. Here comes, man. Gavin Rosedale's a good-looking guy. I do, I do. I really think he's a pretty good-looking guy. You know, like when when we should when we talk about when we should preference when we talk about men. Like when, when you think of like a man's cool, I don't I don't mind admitting that I'm comfortable with my sexuality. I think guys good look. I think there's some good-looking guys and there's some ugly guys. <laughs> sure as hell, some ugly guys. But I mostly think the guys that I find like attractive or cool or dashing, which is terrible. <laughs> Sounds terrible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think they're they're cool. You know, and right. they're and they're they're like I, I wish a, they'd be a facet oh, D- of Beckham. me in some way. David Beckham, I'd love to put. David him in Beckham's a movie. an awesome looking man, but you know, we should also have a section on here where we talk about women because we're both straight here. Well, I I think we should maybe do a top nine of really good looking guys that we'd be attracted to. Talking me. about Terrence Stamp over here, man. All right. anyway, well, that's we a good have. top nine for the future. But let's get into the top nine right now. Everybody does. Most you heard the man. song, the Great Bush song. Things again. That's right. Can we have that on there? And it's the, I love it. I think maybe uh, we could just put a little sample. How about I? I'll try that. That's pretty good. That's uh, that's our list. Top nine. Top uh, ten. Little little teeny teeny tiny things. This is funny because probably can, about can, five of these happened to us. The top nine little things that kill. Little tiny tiny it's things. Little things that just just contribute to the overall. Pain that is daily living. So okay, have, in no particular order, let's start launching into this. Well, number nine. We have I like number, this one. We have a definite number one. Definite number one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> number number nine. Okay, number nine. What we have on here: having no dramatic finish for a joke that had potential. All right, so I'm going to give you. To I'm going to give you a scenario. Because this is a little thing that kills. You're in a party, and you're. Given voice, you're actually given uh, your voice. Somehow the spotlight comes, comes to you. Yeah, it actually comes and attention is all turned on you. Yeah, you're and you're room. actually working the room pretty well. The joke is actually starting some pre laughs. You know, like people are getting excited and they're actually <laughs> yeah, getting like, ready to yeah, laugh at yeah, you. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're, and you're getting a response to your joke. And you can only know this coming from the joke teller's viewpoint. You're in the middle of the joke. You know that you've actually gone through the funny parts of what you're about, the story you're yeah, telling. It's or a the joke within a situation, yeah. 
and you have no climax for the joke. You're like, oh my God. And you've got such momentum building. People are ready to just go, oh my God. <laughs> for the first time, they're looking at you and they're going, oh, he's funny. This guy's funny. People are sneaking Let's on the, co- to the sofa. They're getting closer. They're coming in. And you just go, and this is how it turned out. And, then and it turns out we ate a bunch of food. We ate a bunch of food. Right. And, 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 and we went like, home and we got what sick. Is, Nate, what is the reaction to that? You've had it happen. I've had it happen. It's horrible. That's a, that's complete humiliation. It's like, wow, you are a disappointment, man. You were but, funny. You had the chance to get all the girls But that's a potential tonight. to be great. So that's a yeah. little thing that kill. That's a little thing. You that's touched greatness in a social situation. Everybody was there. You had the stage. And you lost it. And you knew you, you, were had, a you, rock knew you weren't there. You knew you weren't there. You knew you weren't a good enough improviser to bring it on home with a climax. Because you, yeah, you just thought about yourself. You're like, damn, you, you I had can't a, back uh, this you shit had a metaphys- <laughs> You had a metaphysical moment where you, you looked at yourself and you're going, oh, man, the joke's not working. That's a good one. So that's number nine. Number nine, of, top nine things kill. Especially for 20-year-olds. That's, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Okay, number eight. This happened to me not too long ago. Uh, it's very, it's very just humbling uh, to think about it. But locking yourself out of your house, and I put a big, big <laughs> slash there, big yeah. slash there to apartment because everybody, everybody we know, and everybody that's going to listen to this probably owns an apartment, not a house, right? Uh, rents an apartment. So uh, I locked myself out of the apartment. That's a little, that's a bitch, man. Yeah, you walked, you went to a movie, and then you walked back, and your ass was stuck out. You know there what's funny? You know what would be funnier to me, and I think this has probably happened to tons of people, uh, where uh, maybe their apartment's ground level, so you can see inside your place. You think about breaking into it. Too. You're just like, damn, damn, I'm just gonna bust this window. There's my, there's my couch. There's my bed. I we just uh, go home. When we were in Milwaukee, living briefly together, we did break into our house. We broke into that house because a we had a ladder. Times. We knew all the weaknesses, but. You know, I'm one sure time you we you, you went into the back story where um our our roommate Brian at the time was sleeping and you just was you came through that back. That was window. a terrible day. <laughs> that was a terrible day where no one no one answered. He didn't answer the door, so I had to. I, I threw a I wasn't home. A twelve foot ladder up the back of the house. It was midnight. Climbed it was in like a window. I could have died on that ladder. That's not funny. But uh, <laughs> locking yourself, you could die, man. Trying to break in, you probably you could at least cut your hand. You know, trying to punch in a window. Uh, it's just something you do to yourself, and that's just such a little. I mean, thing. it's it's worse than locking yourself out of your car, too. Yeah, it is for me. It, for me, it's just worse because especially because Nathan actually had to come and drive to Santa Monica. Had his girlfriend drive him to Santa Monica to just, get the key. It was a terrible night. It was a whole ordeal. It was funny. Uh, but <laughs> I got locked. Thank you. All right, that personal story for number eight there. Okay, let's move on to number seven. Uh, I like this one because it's happened to all of us. And I don't know how, you know, we could phrase it anyway. Getting caught looking at a girl's ass. All right. Okay, so we look. So we look. All right. Uh, and and there, I put a slash there, or seen by boyfriend, which has happened to me too. Most of sometimes time. you're just looking, you're just checking, you're just they walk by, you do the you do the full scan. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to any of our female listeners. We 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 look, okay. And and the boyfriend, the boyfriend's right there, and he's eyeballing you, man. He he is locking you. He's got you up against the wall with the beam from, yeah. from his eyes. He is he is like, what the hell? He's got that what the hell look on his face. <laughs> like, were you looking at? Well, you you were, weren't you, man? Uh, so that's 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 that little thing where you panic, especially man. when a guy knows that his girlfriend is hot. They are they got the eagle eyes. They got the roving getting caught by other sentry, one is bad. The just... sentry eyes, the lasers looking for other guys looking at their their because you also don't you don't want to be a jerk, man. You, you know you, you look you just look. You, you don't want to be a jerk looking at a girl. Well, it's easier to look when a girl's walking away. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I, I, I tended to not do it anymore because, and here's why: I don't do it so much anymore. Do you, do you have you done it? I don't more do recently? it a lot. I don't do it a lot. I don't do it anymore because when a, if a woman does catch you, you don't want to look like a guy that isn't around women very much. 
It's just like, hey, what's up? Right, you yeah. know, like, Some guys look and it's horrible. It's, it's like it's it's the desperate man thing. When a woman knows that they're looking at you and you're looking at them too much. Yeah. It's like, that man hasn't been around women very much. I'm yeah, that guy doesn't. Mm, it's almost like a know. natural turn off. <laughs> but that's terrible. That's a terrible thing to have happen. So, uh, okay, number six. This one. This one's happened to almost everybody, don't you think? Uh, biting your tongue. And then slash inside cheek. It's the inside cheek that hurts more than Damn. the tongue. Uh, yeah. Have you ever snagged your tongue, though, man? It's like well, it's like you don't even know what was in there. How about when a th- when a thread of flesh is coming off of the um the the, the wall of the, the, the thing about the cheek the inside wall yeah the inside cheek the, the thing about that it's just it can never heal seemingly because you're always just tonguing it you're it's a, well you it's fun to tongue and then and um fun to tongue, I like that and it protrudes so when you're eating it can it happen it, yeah. it happens very easily again but biting it man you're just like oh I did that to myself I did it. I, I totally <laughs> no, bit I, down. I mean, you know, first time, shame on, it's you know, the worst. Yeah, second time, shame on me. I mean, it's, it's, but just, it, it always gets you when you're just like, I mean, like it gets you what, when you're chewing gum or you're just like, you know, you're, you're just, it hasn't out. happened in a it's long like, time. It's like, man, today, today was a pretty good day. I think nothing it, really bad. Ah! <laughs> it happens like nothing. The worst time I ever bit my tongue was when I was in a car accident. I almost bit right through it. Well, there you go. All right. And that was like blood, like the taste of blood was in my mouth for two days. I've I've snagged my tongue. I've your tongue bleeds. It bleeds profusely. Yeah, the whole inner mouth does. I imagine the whole gums must go crazy. You've been to a dentist. All right, that's terrible. How Number five. Eat, how about when you eat a taco, a hard shell taco, and it, any it, kind of tortilla it, it chip fucks up the bottom part of your of your gums. Any kind of tortilla chip, man, it'll mess you up. You ever swallow a half of them? Like sometimes you're chewing. Oh, oh yeah, when you swallow a, a chip wrong and it goes down in your throat and it it's stuff, like somehow stuffs you, up your throat down there. You're, you're you're eating chips and and you're going pretty good. You mush them all down, but one gets away from you, like a piece of it, a huge piece gets away from you, and just goes down your throat, man. Okay, <laughs> I just want before we oh, go on to the terrible. next one. Hold on, that's terrible. Just an addendum to this. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're drinking coffee. First sip of coffee, you know you've got a burn the whole day when you get you know you got hot coffee. It's those little things that you do to yourself. It's terrible. Yeah, you're just like, oh, man, damn it, I got a burned mouth the whole day. That goes, you know, number six could touch on all that bodily stuff. You know, you bang into a wall, you you, you stub your toe, all those little things. <laughs> right. You're just like, you're going fine, and then ah, <laughs> I did it, I did it to myself. Right. And you really, you really you do got hurt nobody yourself. else to 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 blame. You know, it's like it, you really hurt yourself. You're like, man, my, you got blood in your mouth. <laughs> I'm just sitting here and that happened. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. Everything was fine. My body was working as it should, and I did that. You're just like, hey, I'm, right. I'm okay. I'm fine. Right. This so is another up, bodily guys? thing, but this is even funnier, man. Uh, having a bad hair day. <laughs> having a bad hair day. All right. Or haircut. All right. We've all had terrible haircuts once in a while. I've had haircut, one of everything. Yeah. Uh, but some days, well, it, uh, this is this is fun to mention on both because some days, man, your hair doesn't cooperate with you. You wash it, you do the same shit, but it's like standing over here. It's like, hey, buddy, <laughs> saying now, hello to the chandelier. What do you think? There. The, what do you think the ratio is? I think it's about ten to one bad. Uh, like, yeah, there's 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 one day where you step out of the shower, and you're like, oh my god, I look awesome. Yeah. Like, okay, now dude, I've got to be awesome. really, I got to be really careful with the the rim of this t-shirt. I got to make sure it goes over my head so it doesn't touch my hair. Like I've got to like stretch my. Oh yeah, you try to get hole. the shirt on. So yeah, you you don't want to ruin it because it's like it's perfect. Like it's it's spiking in the right places. It's coming. To, it's laying down on the sides and the I right hear you. way. I hear you. You got and a certain like, type of hair head like. Oh that, my though. god, it's awesome. But most of the time, it's usually cowlick city, just cowlick or or like coming out in the back. And All just, kinds of shit. Um, just the worst way. Like it's 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 big in the in the in the wrong places or or like. Um, uh, like like a piece is up in the back or in the you, front yeah. where it looks like you got a bald spot. I mean, what's that all about? It's like, yeah, yeah you got enough hair. It's all just enrooted, but if it's pushed, 
I don't know. I mean, there, the, those, those little are... things, and, and and you're so self-conscious the whole day. I mean, <laughs> someone's like, "Hey, nice haircut, man." You know, you don't look cool, but when you, but on the one good day where you know you look cool, it's like one you day walk, though, it's you one walk day. through that, like you walk through the the world, like, why wouldn't you like think I'm Just awesome? Like, I'm awesome. Yeah. All right, number four. You mentioned this one. I can't even say that, but it, but it is a phenomenon. What number four? <laughs> The, the piss in your pants thing, all right? Oh, oh well, you know. Um, oh, God. And um, this, let's preference this. Let's really talk about well, what. Well, it's happening to me. I'm not going to lie. What this I is have, about. Um, uh, when a man. Yours is different, though. It's not just wetting the bed or anything like that. Wet the bed. I, I do this to myself. This is in line with what we've been talking about, how you do these things to yourself. Okay, go ahead. Um, when you have to go to the bathroom, the, the, the point is go to the bathroom. Um, sometimes. I am stuck in the middle of uh, a restaurant, and I've got my laptop, my whole setup out on the <laughs> yeah, on the yeah. on the desk, and I can't leave I that. I'm not going to go to a guy and go like, um, you know, can you watch my computer? He's like, yeah, I'll watch it. I'll take Hell it no, with no, me. no, hell no, not you know. LA. So you're stuck, and you have to go through this whole. You're you you have to go to the bathroom, and I had to do this the other day, and I I just was like. Okay, I gotta go, and I and I I was like, I'm just gonna leave. I'm gonna leave this restaurant too because I can't leave my computer and all my gear and my iPod and all that stuff there because it'll get stolen if I go to the bathroom. I got nobody to watch it for me, so I went to the bathroom. I, I just like it was like. But, you know, but like, you're, you've been sitting. There I had for two to, hours. I've been sitting there for two hours having to piss. Yeah. So and I, like, and I and I oh, I, I, go. I was like I was putting my computer in the bag really fucking fast. I didn't even bother to turn to power it down. Like I was stuffing shit in bags. I don't know if I was like I I, I was worried I was forgetting something, but I had to go. And I and I was like, okay, I gotta go. I gotta go. And I go in there and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I gotta open that open that stall. I've got it. You gotta think. You gotta think about no, every. I, I've thing. told you. You just gotta take a breath. And before then you and do I anything. I didn't. I obviously don't do that because right before you are about to finally go and let out the beautiful white stream because it's always white. It's not yellow piss because you're full of water. All right, that's terrible. Um, Too much detail for me. Ugh, wet and wild, brother. You uh, unzip. You're so excited, and something comes out. And you've wet your pants and you're a full-grown man. Just like you're snagging on the zipper. Ah! Oh! Now, tell me that hasn't happened to you. Where you're, it feels you good, though, when you so go. excited to go when you actually accidentally. And, that, and there's the dark side to that, too, when you actually uh, do number. Uh, <laughs> this is getting real lowbrow right away, but it, this does happen, and it's humiliating as a human and being. And what's the, what's the term? The little things that kill you. No, what's the term for that? Uh, well, I've heard it. I've heard it under many, many names. But uh, what we have here is sharding, which is a fart. This is so lowbrow, man. I can't believe I'm talking about this. But uh, it's a, a part, part of that, human existence. That, you know. I haven't had these. Wetter. I haven't had these. It's terrible. I've um, never happened I've to had me either. I've had it once. I've had it once. I, I've had just I a precursor a maybe when I was like six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some I, I little was, scenario. Yeah, actually, but this does happen to grown men. Um, it's usually, yeah, you just, you're walking and... It happened once. I was walking. <laughs> I was actually walking. No down one a, burrito, brother. Yeah, I was walking down this a city street. No, I don't want to hear this. Let's yeah. not talk about this. I, you got two 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 piss stories in a row. Just disgusting. One time I was I on was driving three. on a highway. I was stuck in the. I was stuck. Let's in move on to number I, three. And I did piss my. Uh, number three. This is something that remained on the list. I thought you didn't like this, but I think it's a funny thing. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's a little thing that kills. And that's uh, something reminding you of your own death. <laughs> uh, it's, I thought it was very general, but I thought everybody has that little something, all right? It can be hair in the drain. It, it, can, be. Be, um, it can be a new line under the eye that oh, makes yeah. you, really makes you realize that 
you know, something that isn't going away on, on your on your hand or your face. It's just or like, your, yeah. You, you know, just something that's just starting to, to really make you realize that the days are numbered. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a bleak thing uh, to have on our top nine little things to kill, but kill is in the title, all right? Um, you know, I mean, the way you sound when you wake up in the morning or, or, or you know. You, yeah, a weird cough. Or, uh, or even phrases you start to say more often, like, man, I'm... I'm the, the really creaking a little bit. You're more. Just like you, 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 you kind of do a umfta when you pull Oof. up a bag. Just like mm. when you, when you were fresh like, and when, when you were 18, you were able to just pull that up and throw. We're it not, we're not like, old men yeah. here, though. We're not old men. Uh, uh, but, uh, but you know, it's starting to happen. Anything can set you off, really. It's I mean, you starting look to happen. And where we're starting to look at. There's a there, a bird lands next to you, and, and then another one lands, and they start attacking each other, and you're just like, <laughs> that doesn't happen in such a poignant way. <laughs> okay, but number two, number two, let's let's get a little lighter here. This is a good one. Uh, secretly liking a song that you shouldn't, which has happened <laughs> to me. All right, we're talking about the major ones, guys. We're talking about what the Chubba Wumba song, you know, um, or I'm, the well, or, or Britney Spears singles. These these songs that come out. They're they're phenomenons. The Mar- the Macarena, you know. I didn't. Um, I don't like that. None of those. We're not talking about ones we like here. You see these songs that get in your they worm their your way their way songs, into you. They're by artists you don't care about and the, and you you don't know their previous catalog and then all of a sudden everybody's saying it's a horrible song. I hate I, why. Oh, I can't believe that's a hit. And all of a sudden you just find yourself listening to you know. To Usher, and to, you're like to Umbop, to Umbop. You're, you're like, like and you're kind of oh. like Hanson Brother, man. They kind of, you know. <laughs> I watched that. I watched the Hanson Brothers on TV the other day. I was like, exactly. Those kids are talented. Uh, um, when they came out, I was like, those guys are very talented, <laughs> especially the, the middle one. Uh, but but let's not talk about the Hanson Brothers. But there's uh, that you want that song to go away. No one you, one day you day secretly was, hate what you love. It was um, I was listening to the radio and I started hearing a particular song and I'm going. Oh, this shit is bananas, B and I'm singing along. Yeah, I'm singing along, and I'm like, I like it. I, I, but I'm no. I don't know I, that song. I, 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 no, I don't know that song. It's, it's Hollaback Girl. Oh, Hollaback. I'm like, this shit is bananas. You know, I'm like, and I'm, and but no, I was in the car. I was alone. I was alone, Nate. I was alone, and I looked around. I looked around to make sure people didn't see it. Yeah, you should. Why do we live in such an oppressive hipster regime where you can't like fun stuff? I like but, Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. I'm going to say it. Oh, God. Well, I'm not going to list mine, but I do, well have a, <laughs> I do have a ton. I was a Timberlake fan briefly. Uh-huh. I love the Timberlake, especially um, when, when he had two songs. He just had some groove, man. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, secretly liking a song that you shouldn't is our number two. So now we move on. And it kills socially. Um, I like that we have top nine. Uh, top nine is working for me. You know, ten's just overkill. One too many. It's just we're already going over. You know, you just you could never even possibly think of a ten. Uh, number one happened to all of us. Classic. Uh, it may be an LA phenomenon here too. Uh, parking tickets. Parking tickets on the worst possible time you could get one. Park, park, parking tickets. Nothing like ruining your day. Nothing like that damn. That fucking Easter egg damn. sitting there on top of your car. You <laughs> damn see it from, funny letter. You, you see it from a block away. On your car. Nothing like that to ruin your whole day. Just boom. Just like that. There it is. Officer Menendez was there at 5 in the morning. The, the, most, the most queer the park, you know, more queer the park, the more queer the ticket. You just get just outrageous fees. Outrageous fees in Los Angeles. And um, it's and parking's better than in some cities that I've lived us. in. It's happened but, to everybody. Uh, uh, you know, your even your guests. Your guests come to town one night, they get tickets. You know, it's like oh yeah, you you welcome <laughs> to my town. You're like sorry about that. It happens all the time. Here's a fifty dollar ticket. 
God, if 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 it snowed in L.A., the parking, <laughs> the parking <laughs> ticket income. I mean, I, I just I I, I want a piece. I you know, if the it worst ever part snows, is, the I want to be there with the tow trucks. You usually get a ticket right after you paid one, and we're a good citizen. Yeah, I, I blew forty five. You, you feel like one. you're so good. You're weighing every law, and then like somehow you just rubbed your eye, and why you, you should you, have been you reading missed, a sign. Yeah, you missed the and, second. And you come the little, out and the little sliver underneath the main sign that says you can't be here between two and four. <laughs> these know? signs, these signs in L.A. they yeah. read like the Ten Commandments, man. They're like five different. Ta- <laughs> they're just like all these can, tablets, and you're just like you got um, you put you take out your calculator. You might need it, you know. You, you've really got to you got really got to make sure that you know what you're you're doing when you before you stop and, and let your car stay there for a few hours. Because you know sometimes sometimes it is like okay I'm gonna beat the clock here. You know you, you pump in a couple quarters and oh, you're gonna run into the library or you're you, gonna man. run into a shop. And then you come out, you're like, you're like, damn, and, and you get your thing done. You know, you're so, you're so successful. It's usually. like my car is going to be back here. No ticket. Because you're back usually. You're back within a five minute. There's a five minute window where they can place that ticket. And then you come never. out and you're like, boom, you can, <laughs> unsuccessful You trip. can never figure that they're not going to be there within that five minutes that you're giving them. But damn, parking tickets. Damn. Damn. I think that the worst thing for any guy, I mean, for an adult, oh, it's a parking ticket. No way, I'll pay it. Just pay it. Adults, it's just like but fleas on your back, you know? For <laughs> us, us, it's for like, us, it's just like you're a student. All or, that DVD money or, you know, all that stuff you've been squirreling away, it just eats it. Eats it like a monster. I mean, that's that's five lunches. That's just like a shitload of money, man. <laughs> that's five lunches at Arby's, man. So we hope you liked our uh, top okay. nine. Because nine is fine. Nine's fine. It's so fine. It's All so right. Whoa, whoa. It's coming up on us again. Says here it comes. Ooh, 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 Rolling right and along, we are actually going to finish episode three of Hear Me Now, brother. And um, you know, this is the time when we're going to read through wow, all third of the episode. Man, I just it just hit me. I got a bucket of water. Right. Well, we've done three of these mothers, man. And we're uh, we're swimming in mail. Very very. I'm swimming through the fan mail. I'm sitting in a deck of it right here, all addressed to Nathan. Thank you guys. It's all addressed. To, a lot of it is addressed to Nathan. It's not um, a lot of love for me. Well. Let's not let's not think that. You want me to just if I open them and give them to you, it's all to us. It says to us. Regardless, me. I'd like you all to um, you know we're we're seven hundred thirty right now on podcast. We're Alley. seven over seven hundred thirty guys. Okay? That's our ranking. Now that's better than ten thousand three hundred thirty out of eleven thousand. <laughs> yeah. In iTunes, that's but, better. But that's because we got we got one vote on there. We got, we got, well, you know what? We okay. got one vote. I don't get that because I voted. I know somebody I don't else think we voted, voted, but though. I voted, man. They're not counting my own vote. Maybe it was, uh, is it archived by the, by the I mean, month there? Ultimately, it doesn't matter. I just hope I you guys that are. One, that one's got to be I mean, like, I'm going to be altruistic. I'm going to say, you know, I hope you guys are just enjoying the show. You don't have to vote. Don't worry about it, but vote. <sighs> yeah, we just want to, we just want to know you're out there if you like the episode. You know, just take the time. We've got the link. We made it very easy for you. <laughs> and then, and then also, you know, go seven hundred thirty. Go to your email and confirm that the vote was cast because they actually make you do that too. Yeah, 
because we'd like to, and you know, we'd like to be up there in iTunes. So maybe download us again after you've downloaded us. I know it's a big file, and I'm trying to make them smaller. And I know we've got long shows, but we segment them up so yeah. you can, yeah, you know, oh, turn yeah, it off yeah. one point and play it again. You know, we try to make it very consumable for you guys, bite size and Damn entertaining. It. And we work hard, and it's free. That's free. It's, it's free, free for you guys. Woo! So vote. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna openly beg. <laughs> no, it's not beg. I'm gonna beg. Okay, beg. I got, I got nobody. Can you beg right here? What's wrong with begging? I think begging's got a, you know, we got to offer him some bad rap, and I'm not allowed to, you know, we'll offer you fifty bucks. Much. <laughs> no, then we'll get some votes. I don't want to do that though. You know, you know what these other guys are doing? They're putting up like these PayPal things that say like, "Why don't you donate?" It's like, yeah, what's up with that? I mean, I we should do that. Like you donate. Do that. I don't know why you would donate to us. Like we really our expense, like our overhead, like is a tip like, jar, basically nothing. But, um, oh. you know, if you enjoy our show and you want to hear it get better. You <laughs> Every know, time you laugh at either Seth or I, you got to give us a buck. It's just a buck, though. I mean, it's just a buck. It's not as it's not as atrocious as Don and Drew. They were, They're I begging. think it was kind of wrong. Is I mean, there, they, is they there were, all kinds of they telethons? Were, they, wanted to, they wanted to get a Honda Element. Ones. They wanted to get a Honda Element, and they asked their listeners to give them a buck. What happened there? How much did they make? They made a, I guess they made a lot of money. So they finally got an element because the guy, like, he's got his job now. I actually, you know, I have a good time with Don Drew, so I'm not going to. That's amazing, though. Maybe they, we'll... People gave him five. Like, I want a Honda element, man. I want a Honda element. And I want a, I want a solid gold house. <laughs> uh, who can help me with they that? They have a lot of listeners no. all over the world. We, I, I bet you right now, by my account, we got about four. We got, we got four diehards, okay? They listen and they, four they subscribe. Listeners. They subscribe, right? And I and I hope you guys are getting into podcasting too a little bit. I it hope you really, guys are finding really, there's some a voices. world of yeah. yeah, there's a wealth of information there. There's a lot of stuff that is not getting out into the mainstream. A lot of people from different walks of life describing their lives and actually real lives are interesting. Yeah, and that, I that's mean, the form. I'm not saying ours is, but I just think I think a lot of these saying, real lives, you know, these yeah. guys that are firemen or these guys that are pilots or these guys they're just you know they're doing a podcast it's like that's all that's a window into a life it's real it's real just never have it's real honest communication between all types of individuals i think it's such a i think it's gonna landscape. bring us together it's gonna it's, it's part of why technology can work it's one of the things that'll bring us together that's why i'm proud to be here guys Woo! episode three seth episode three man well uh we're gonna bring on the goth music we've got a trilogy um, here it comes
Yeah.